Jesus Christ. <laughs> you asked for gay, I uh, gave it to you gay. Ah, uh, what the fuck was that? That was the the king of gay, or might I say the queen of gay, Freddie Mercury himself there with Queen doing a I Want to Break Free. Uh, you know, free from the closet and admit that he's gay. Well, that was pretty gay. I'll give him that. Oh, I I tried to dig deep and give you the gayest I could find today. I, you know. <sighs> Another queen, though. I mean, I don't know, man. You're not really. Well, you know, I I've been busy. You know, I, I've been really, I've been busy this week. It's been a tough one for me to uh, balance the work life <sighs> podcast schedule. So uh, I've been having to cop out on some known gays versus doing some digging on the gay world. But I'll be back this week, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna shock the world with my gay choices to close out the uh, Pride Month here. Who hasn't been busy, dude? This fucking submarine is taking over. <laughs> I'm fucking obsessed with it, dude. I've never consumed so much liberal media. I could tell you're obsessed with it. I, it's you because texted me this morning it, about it, <laughs> dude. It's just this like weird. It's this. It's this window into the world you never get to see. And I'm not talking about the Titanic. Fuck the ship. I'm talking about rich people spending their money. Yeah, yeah, I, I it, can see that take, actually. It is, and it's just, it's really mind-blowing. Like, we've even said it on this podcast a hundred times. Like, you can't be a, mil- a billionaire and be an idiot. They're proving us wrong daily. Huh. You know what this is? I have been invited to scenarios where, I'm not going to say it's high class, but I'm definitely rubbing shoulders with people who have far more assets than I could ever dream of having. And when I'm ever in those moments, all I can think of is you and me were, you know, experiencing the same stuff and service. Like, no matter how rich you are, you think you're getting high-class service, but it's just some... It's never... Nothing is high-class. So I, I think with these guys, they go on this trip... They think because they're billionaires and they're paying a ton of money for some service, they it must be great, but it's just bullshit. It's kind of the it's, truth of everything. If you go to fine, high-dining, five-star Michelin restaurant, you know, I guarantee in the back of house, you see the food delivered uh, back, you know, be, behind in the alleyway. It's probably no different than uh, the bar down the street. Probably the same food truck, actually. Can I tell you something? I've rotted the drains of a Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> oh, no. They all smell the same. Yes, that's my point, man. And it's fancy people live in a world where the, those serving them make things look fancy that are actually cheap. But this didn't even look fancy, dude. I mean, did you, are you hearing about this submarine thing? Yeah, well, the more that it has come out. It's literally just, it was literally the size of like a car. That they just jammed five people in. They gave you a bucket to piss in. <laughs> I'm, yeah, does that really... You paid $250,000. There was a tiny round window at the front. Gotta be some major red flags that you would think you'd look into or have some people to look into. But man, when you're, when you're rich, you're stupid. I really do think that you're just too you're too trustworthy of things that are geared for rich. That's my point about it. Like you just assume because it's for rich people, it's got to be nice. But it's probably the same crap that everybody else is getting. It's just polished. It's a polished what I, turd. What I love the most about it is uh, all the information coming about out about how this guy was running the company and everything. And he literally he he's on tape saying. He didn't want to do it like everybody else where you hire some 50-year-old ex-submarine captain from the Navy. Uh, who wants that? No, he went this woke, one, man. <laughs> they went with, like, young, college-educated people. And what I love about, not love about the story, but what's, what's so intriguing about this story is we live in a time where we are constantly being bombarded with, like, your old ways are wrong. We're young. <laughs> yes. We're smarter. Yes. We're better. We know more than you. We have the science. <laughs> we have the numbers. Science! And so, and so, like, literally this, 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 uh, this submarine they built, <laughs> the fuselage, whatever you want to call it, was, like, engineered by these, like, fucking uh, MIT students and shit. And... They they like they were like trying to prove that carbon fiber was better. Oh, and, good, nice. 
Dude, immediately the old 50-year-old grumpy white guy who's been on submarines literally goes, eh, the, the Navy tried it. Doesn't work. That's right. And now they're saying what most likely happened is the salt water ate away the uh, epoxy and the, the, the thing just it, it crushed them. So what yeah, happens to your... Yeah, does it crush you instantaneously? Oh, dude, there's no... Because you got to think, like, you know, like in the movies, the submarine where it's like... Yeah. And then there's like a there's like an imprint in the... In the you know? For like sure. the wall caves in a little. Yeah. No, dude, carbon fiber isn't like that. It's so rigid that it just breaks. So... And I'm just trying to imagine here. So we're talking about an environment where the pressure, right, it it collapses the system into itself. So these people were collapsed on into by the the capsule, correct? Yeah, they were just crushed by the pressure. So there a bunch no... of people were instantaneously crushed into a cube. I don't know what the shape of it is, but... Uh... Or did they, like, no, shoot no. out the <laughs> front end, like, toothpaste? What, happen- what happens is it's not going to be, like... I know what you're thinking, but what's really going to happen, you got to think that more like, because you got this like, it's more going to just like crush in real quick, but then the pressure is going to equalize and then the broken pieces are going to separate. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so what I'm also wondering, so fast and instantaneous, you die and you have no idea what happened? Oh, you didn't even have enough time to smack the guy next to you, the billionaire. Really? Like, it's just... For building it out of carbon fiber. Is it, like, microseconds that we're talking about? Like, this thing just, like, boom, bam. Like, nobody saw it coming? Yeah, because there are sensors and everything on it that were reporting back to the the ship, I guess. And, uh, like, within two seconds, they just... Everything shut down. Oh, man. You know, better way to go, right? I think we can all agree. yeah. Like, oh, better than, dude, you know, imagine what that toilet would have looked like after four days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Forget about the oxygen. Uh, why did this story captivate the country? I, uh, I ran, I forgot to clip it, but uh, Democracy Now! opened up their show today with a story about 75 migrants drowning off the coast of Greece. Uh, or, I'm sorry, off the coast of uh, some port somewhere in the Atlantic. Four were women, one was a child, and then they had another boat last week in Greece. 700 migrants drowned in this fishing boat that capsized. Nobody, yeah, nobody wants to talk nobody's about Nobody's talking that, uh, about it, man. But we're going to talk about yeah. the four people, the four idiots who got in the trash can and thought, this is a good idea, let's go check out the Titanic. No, that's what's killing me. Dude, we are gonna, we're going to spend more money recovering uh, the wreckage of these four idiots, five idiots. Dude, you decided to... This should be treated like Mount Everest. We do not send out rescue missions on Mount Everest. It's too dangerous. You'll lose too many people trying to bring one guy back. You go up there, you can't make it back, you stay. That's why there's all those bodies still up there. This whole thing was just so stupid, and I can't believe how much was wasted on it, all the manpower to go find these people, and, uh, Dude, you know... did you news. hear... This is what... This is what really sucks me in. Did you hear about what it was like being on this thing? No, no, not at all. Dude, I got to play this clip from you. All this right, is man. From yeah. This guy, this is a really long clip. I'm sorry in advance. But what are it, we talking like five minutes here? I don't think I can dedicate five minutes. Three and a half. Oh, my God. Stop me when you want to, but this is, this is blowing my mind. You seem very obsessed with this capsule. That because exploded these people paid $250,000 to be on this trip. And this is after everybody, not us, because we weren't even part of this. Everybody who could afford it knew what this was and knew what... Dude, that's why the end is the best part because... The end of this clip, because he explains to you, like, how this thing worked. All right, you, well, I've had... A, I'm going to say I'll give, you mo- I'll give you the time for the clip. And then we've exhausted my uh, patience no on the submersible that exploded with four idiots. Okay, I've had enough. <laughs> I have Hunter Dude, Biden. It's not four idiots. Dude, never these got are the to, people. Never got to Hunter Biden plea deal last week. We got the flash mob in Chicago. I got stun gun guy ah, from dude, Jam this is Six. So much better. I got lab grown chicken. We have hailstorms here in Colorado that are killing people. I want to be done with the submersible. Let's lay it on me. But, but here's the uh, okay. Smooth, oh, pardon. 
Was that playing? Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay. Smooth, pardon the phrase, but just smooth sailing? <laughs> um, or, or were there issues? It was smooth sailing to the point where I got on the submarine and it just drops for two and a half hours. It takes two and a half hours to go two and a half miles down. And I fell asleep. I mean, if you want to hear a man not panicky, I had a beautiful nap on the submarine. And it's, it's a very shocking experience to wake up from a nap and think you're in bed. And no, you're in a tube two miles down under the ocean. But uh, I woke up when we touched bottom, and then we had to spend the next two and a half hours just sailing around the ocean floor five hours looking away. for the Titanic. We knew it was there. We knew it was 500 yards away, but it was complete darkness, and we had no real guide. And so we just sailed for hours, and at any moment, you know, you only get three hours on the bottom of the ocean, and it's nothing to do with oxygen or supplies. It's, they just have to get you back to the surface while there's still daylight. So two and a half hours in, they're about to just wrap the whole mission, and we wouldn't have seen the Titanic. And we really just stumbled on it. It, it popped into view. And we literally only had enough time for the Instagram experience. You know, it's not what we all went for. You know, we're not, these are not tourists who are doing this. These are explorers and people who are curious about the world. Just remember, that was best case scenario. So you paid 250 for best case was that. Yeah. Yes. Okay, it goes, it gets better, dude. So I didn't get the full experience. I got the photos. Can you describe for, for people, like, is it pitch dark? Like, when you woke up and you were, they said, all right, we're on the bottom, can you see anything, or is it just pitch black? It, it is complete blackness. And, you know, they keep the sub itself very dimly lit. It's really almost a spy experience. You're just laying on the floor. There's no furniture. Not even a chair. And it's, it's, you're in this state. You're scared, but you're also very relaxed, and you're excited. It's amazing. You hold these three emotions at once. But uh, they tell you before you go on, they go, we've got food on board, we've got water on board, and we have a toilet. And you'll see, it's 10 hours. It's a 10-hour trip, and you won't use any of them. And for 10 hours, I never thought about even taking a sip of water. And the toilet they have on board the sub has never been used. The, the one scary element of the whole voyage is the idea that to go back up, they, they push a lever that releases these lead weights. And the weights fall off, and then you bob to the surface like a cork. And that's how simple the whole trip is. You sink like a stone. And then you bob up like a cork. And I just thought if Dude. That's the end of the clip. $250,000 for that. Yeah, well, I mean... $250,000? But they, they tie lead weights onto this tube, and it brings you down, and then they just drop the weight to bring... Come on, if you're man. you're a billionaire, $250 is 250 bucks. 250000 I mean. So, like, what does it matter to these people? They just wasted 10 hours and spent chump change in their minds. Yeah, but they didn't even get a chair? I, I don't, like, uh, again, I, I'm telling you this, man. From some experience here, from what I've seen, rich people get shitty stuff that they think they're getting that's good because they're rich, but it's just actually polished no. turds, man. Yeah, dude. The world is filled with Come polished on, fucking dude. turds. You, you, you gotta be smarter than that, man. No. You don't get a chair. You spend two and a half hours of your three hours on the bottom looking for it. You only got 30 minutes to take a couple fucking pictures. You spent $250,000. Dude, we gotta start scamming the rich, man. This is unbelievable. Yeah, I think you're underestimating people's ability to just recklessly spend money without thinking what they're doing and then not really caring about it afterwards. That's the reality. You, you're just a frugal Dude. guy hearing this for the first time that people could just piss away 
250 G's, and then not really conceptualize the danger they were in until years later. And be like, huh, you know, that was actually kind of stupid. <laughs> not only that, dude, all the time you spent, like the boat going out there, the submarine down, all of that, you spent 30 minutes looking at a fucking boat that sank 100 years ago? What are you doing with your life, man? The wife of the CEO and pilot of the submersible, uh, or captain, uh, she is a descendant of a couple who died on the Titanic. Wow. That's a little weird, right? Kind of. I did, I did hear he donated to Trump. Oh, he's a Trump, he's a MAGA man, this all makes sense now. Yeah, so, did, did we find out any connection whatsoever to the financial industry or cryptocurrency or any, any level like that, man? Nothing? Or was this just for... No, um, but it did turn out all the receipts for the weapons we sent to Ukraine were on that sub. Oh! <laughs> Funny you say that. You know what's crazy is this was, like, everywhere. You were even obsessed with it. I was shocked at your obsession. I'm still shocked by it. But we didn't get to this clip the other day, and nobody has talked about this whatsoever, and I find it to be very fascinating. Mike, we had another accounting error when it comes to Ukraine. I love it. Following up from um, some announcements earlier this year, during the department's regular oversight of our execution of presidential drawdown authority for Ukraine, we discovered inconsistencies in equipment valuation for Ukraine. In a significant number of cases, services used replacement costs rather than net book value, thereby overestimating the value of the equipment drawn down from U.S. stocks and provided to Ukraine. Once we discovered this misvaluation, the comptroller reissued guidance on March 31st, clarifying how to value equipment in line with the financial management regulation and DOD policy to ensure we use the most accurate of accounting methods. We have confirmed that for FY23, the final calculation is $3.6 billion, and for FY22, it is $2.6 billion for a combined total of $6.2 billion. There's a $6.2 billion <laughs> accounting error when it comes to the money we sent to Ukraine. In their favor. They're getting more. This, We're going to just send them $6.2 billion more. This news broke. This press conference this lady gave the afternoon that the world became swept up with the submersible. <laughs> I know. I love this. Come on, that. man. And, and it came right after they announced that... Uh, there was definitely an increase from the Russians in the fighting. Well, Putin came out and said that their uh, celebrated or often touted, what was it, the spring offensive that the Ukrainians were going to uh, drop on them. It ended up being nothing and failing, essentially, uh, yeah. if it even happened. That's what happens when you fucking steal the funds from the government instead of use it. Six billion dollars. This is remember, folks. Nine eleven, or I'm sorry, nine ten, if you will. The day before nine eleven, Don Rumsfeld. What's that? We lost two trillion dollars. Whoopsies. <laughs> oh no. Maybe the maybe the guys who blew up the submarine were the same Polish guys that did the Nord Stream pipeline. Oh, it's all coming together. These fellas, I did do a little reading about it today after the news broke that they uh, were blown to smithereens. Uh, they were, it was quite an eclectic group of people. I mean, you had some Pakistanis and you had a French guy and you had a, a British fella and um, I, who was the owner French? I can't recall, uh, to be totally honest, but. I didn't get that deep into it. That's not the part that, the thing that blows my mind is that how many people went on that trip. Oh, because it's such a tight quarter? <laughs> no, no, no. Like this, dude, this wasn't like the first voyage this thing took down there. Oh, I know. You're saying it's mind-blowing how many people have forked up the dough to go do this. It just tempted the fate. I'm a plumber in Chicago who lives in his grandma's basement. I don't even have a bed. I sleep on a couch. And I value my life too much to go 13,000 fucking feet down.
Look, I'm very against going into the ocean. I think that's where the aliens live, personally. Uh, Absolutely. So I kind of try to stay away from the you know deeper depths of said oceans, be it the Atlantic or uh, you know the Pacific. I just think there's a lot of funky shit down there. Giant squids, you know, sperm whales. I I don't know. I don't want to mess with that kind of stuff. And that's the shit we know about. They didn't right, even man. find the giant squid until like the '80s. I don't think they got it on camera until like 10 years ago, man. Yeah, seriously. Which is insane because they are freaking giants, man. These things are- It's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> they like take down the biggest whales. <laughs> it's crazy that that's probably what has historically taken down massive ships and, and all the lure that we have from you know the pirate age and what have you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, before we had uh, impellers that would- Fuck them up. What, like, uh, did we do, what were, what was the Kraken? Wasn't the Kraken, isn't that supposed to be a giant squid? Yeah, that was the story. So, you know, Kraken, giant squid. I'm sure there's bigger beasts out there that we've never seen or heard of. I mean, look at Lizzo, and that exists on land. (laughs) (laughs) And we're canceled. Yeah! Think about the mass you could have in the ocean. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's uh, that's right on the money. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I uh, personally just would never go out into the ocean like this, uh, like these people did. I mean, I literally jumped out of airplanes. I, I, ju- I jumped out of an army plane wearing an army parachute. Like that's literally that's you're gambling there. <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing that people would have the mental fortitude you know to go in and do this kind of stuff actually because no no it's not even dude it's that is stupidity that is purely 100 percent stupidity you're bored with life you don't even understand the danger you're in yeah you know it's what true. i mean like yeah. The people who went down there, they clearly had no understanding of the actual danger they were in going down there. Dude, did you hear about the fucking hatch? I did not hear about the hatch. Oh, I think it was bolted from the outside. Yeah, that was my best part was your theory was the only one where I was like, okay, maybe he's right. Maybe they did just float up and we can't find them. Maybe it was like an electrical thing or anything. Even if they floated up, they ran out of oxygen because they couldn't open the hatch. Dude. Everybody knows you don't do that. That was like, <laughs> how many NASA fucking failures? Russian cosmonauts died. You know what I mean? That's like, right, man. So many disasters in submarines in the Navy. You know what I mean? Like, you guys failed to follow, like... I guess what I was trying to say, I didn't mean, you know, mental, you know, you know strength or anything like that. What was kind of getting me here with uh the ability of these people to be able to take on this kind of adventure or you know, stupidly if they might be uh it just what was getting me is we live in an age where everyone's a pussy like how, how did anyone no, no, like I, I, you know, that's why they didn't they understand the, the danger they were in and my and my whole thing is what what the what was the payoff there's literally no payoff. Oh, Mike, come on. It's the Instagram. It's the likes, dude. We do it for the likes, baby. The clicks. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here, man. You know, that's probably... Yeah. You know Some what it is. Are so miserable. Dude, I meant to tell you, you're fucking... You got vindicated. Really? You, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah. You went on a long rant not too long ago about uh, 2010. Right? That's right, man. And you said that was the beginning of the downfall, and it's because it's when the iPhone came out. Yes, sir. Right? Absolutely. And the new uh, test results just came out for the 2022-2023 school year. And uh, one of the most shocking things is, oh, for sure they plummeted during COVID, and we haven't recovered. We're still going down. Absolutely. But if, if you look at the trend, the downward trend started in 2010. There and it not is. Not only that, dude... This guy, uh, he put up, he was like putting up all these uh, charts and everything. And if you really look at it, the, the, the smartphone comes out, the iPhone comes out in 2010, 2012, everything just gets shitty. Kids become dumber. They start becoming dumber. They start becoming more depressed. They start becoming more anxious. You know, it's. 
Yes, it's obvious. I didn't need any statistical information to back up what I openly observed in real time. And I am personally not someone on my phone. I leave it at home almost all the time when I leave. Uh, You know, if I'm going to the bar, the phone stays home. I'm going to the bar to hang out, have some drinks and socialize. I don't need my phone. I need it for nothing. I know where I'm going. I know how to get back. What do I need my phone for? I'm not that important. I'm not that, I am not important at all, in fact, to be reached, ever, when I'm not home. And so, there's nothing anybody has to tell me that can't wait an hour. Emma laughs at me because we have our favorite watering holes, there's a few of them around our house, and we can walk to several of them, and so, we'll leave the house on a hot summer, sunny afternoon, and on a Saturday, and we'll head down there, and we'll get there, and I'm in my shorts and my t-shirt, and I'm like, oh. I didn't bring like, wallet or anything, phone, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Whoops. But you know the people; they serve you up. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, they, they, you don't need the ID even. And like we we're so obsessed with having our our identifications and our phones and our tracking devices and our you know oh I need my maps and what if someone texts me you know what if it's an emergency like we we are so hyper obsessed with it. It's weird to me because I very distinctly remember living in a world where my phone was connected to the wall in my kitchen. And when I left the house, see you tomorrow. I'll talk to you when I get back. (laughs) Leave a message. (laughs) It was so much easier and simpler. Those were better days. We were happier people back then. And you know what? When it comes to the phone, the reason I leave it at home, the reason I never bust it out if I do have it with me, if I'm in a social setting, is because, number one, it's fucking rude. Put your phone away. We're humans and engaging each other in real time. Put the phone away. It's not necessary. You don't need it. None of us need it for any reason whatsoever. You know, it is like that fear of missing out. Like everybody yes. has that. It's right? an obsession. And like, when you think about, like just you talking about it, I realized like, you know what? Back then, you did just miss out. You know what? You know, Stephen called me before uh, Tyler. So I ended up going to Stephen's house. I didn't know Tyler was having a party. And Are you it. like weirdly <laughs> a huge Aerosmith fan or something? <laughs> Steven Tyler? What the? What are you smoking over there? Wow, that is some sweet emotion, my friend. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Those are actually just two guys that I talked to today. <laughs> We're talking about that big ten-inch, folks. Oh yeah. Which one? <laughs> Steven or Tyler? <laughs> oh man. Oh well. These days, man, uh, I think the major problem with our society, and this is branching off from... Actually, the... his name was Taylor. Oh, I well, fucked up. Yeah, we'll, so that's we'll probably with... why I came up with Tyler. You no, know, Taylor, Tyler, basically... The guy this, I met today was the same Taylor, name. Though. Taylor, Tyler, same name in my book. Uh, Dude, did you see that? Did you, did you watch Adam Carolla? I caught his interview with Tucker, so I, I didn't see his uh, recent no. uh, stuff, no. Uh, his show, he gets obsessed with the clip of, uh, which I never, I didn't even know existed. It's, uh, John Fetterman. Oh, no. Dude, he literally goes, uh, I just want to introduce my good, my good friend, <laughs> Boyle Bile. Oh, no. Boyle, Boyle Bile. And then the, this guy comes up and he's just like, ah, thank you, John. I am Congress, Congressman, uh, Brandon Boyle. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He's brain dead, people. This guy, he's got some serious damage in the noggin. Oh, God. This guy introduces you, and you have to, you know what I mean? That's. Uh, uh, Fetterman. Sorry, man. He's losing it. And, you know, the cell phones, the social media, the brain damage that we're seeing, even with the Congress people and the senators. Uh, this is a common trend going on, and Mike, I know this is an obsession of yours. That's why I really love this topic and the fact that it's mainstream now, baby. This is a real deal. Folks, you're going to have to go talk to your doctor about this. We're talking anxiety screenings. A new recommendation on about, uh, about adults and anxiety from the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force. ABC News chief medical. The what? New recommendation on about. <laughs> okay, this is why we are fucking thirty trillion dollars in debt. 
<laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Who is funding <laughs> this task force? We're building back better, Mike. Come on, man. It's <laughs> only one way, dude. We gotta, we gotta fix anxiety, bro. Ah, okay. That's what you meant. All right. It's gonna tell us all about. So, what's the guidelines here? Yeah. So, just off embargo, this group of experts recommending now that all adults ages 18 through 64 be screened for anxiety. Let me back up and give you a big picture view here. Go fuck for yourself. a screening <laughs> test to be considered a good el- eligible for a screening go fuck test, yourself. it needs to meet three That's criteria. That's right. Next time you go see your doctor, go don't forget to get screened for anxiety. No, no, no. Every fucking adult 18 to 64 needs to be screened for a fucking job. Do you have a job? <laughs> Go get a job. You don't have anxiety. You're a fucking loser and that your body is telling you you're a loser. Go get a fucking job and start bettering your life. <laughs> I... When, oh. I, when I saw this man, I just oh my god! Every fucking adult. Let me tell you something. I know a lot of very successful. I work with very successful adults. They're in their they're in their late twenties. They're in their thirties. They're making six figures, multiple homes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. These guys are successful. None of them have anxiety. That's right. <laughs> you know, yes. You know why? Because we work too much. I don't yes. have anxiety. Absolutely. The only anxiety I feel is uh, you know. When am I going to get to bed tonight? Yeah, that's right. How late, how late till I uh, fall asleep? That's what, for me, it's on the couch every night, right after the show. <laughs> am I going to come before I fall asleep, or am I going to wake up with my dick in my hand again? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you ever play the Ambien game? I have not, no. I uh, stay away from pharmaceuticals. It was a big thing in the army because they handed out Ambien like it was fucking Skittles. Really? That's the sleep oh, medication, yeah. correct? Oh, yeah. Isn't there some element of that causing people to go psychotic and, like, shoot up malls and all that nonsense? No, that's the SSRIs. All right, okay. Ambien's the shit that makes you uh, tweet stupid stuff and then they cancel your career. Oh, yeah. Right, you know. Is that Roseanne? Yeah, I that's eat Roseanne her, bar. Yeah. She's back, man. She's making a hell of a comeback, I'm telling you. In the in the army, it was the big joke was uh, you take the ambient, right? The, you you want you can't you can't cheat now, right? You got to just start fresh, flaccid. Oh, not even, wow. not even looking at porn or anything yet. No porn. Okay. Pop the ambient, and then you start. Wow. The, can you come before you fall asleep? <laughs> this is a weird one. Probably no, army. Exclusive. No, dude. Okay, so it sounds stupid, but it's really funny because. You know somebody actually tried it because they come back and they, they you have to tell everybody. It's so fucking fu- Dude, you literally wake up like in a chair. Like with your head on your laptop and your dick in your hand. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's like it's like eight hours later. It's so fucking funny. That's really awesome, man. <laughs> what a weird situation. I, I hope that part of the prank really is when you're falling asleep. You know how when you're drunk at a party, everyone draws stuff with a Sharpie, you know, on your face? I can imagine they draw stuff on your dick, right? Is that how? (laughs) Oh, you better make sure your doors are locked. The bathroom (laughs) door and the fucking front door. I imagine some photographs are taken, some compromising positions are held, and, uh... Oh, see, I bet you now... See, I was in before the smartphones, so there were no fucking pictures. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna end up in some weird, uh, photo shoots nowadays. We had the digital cameras back then. That was a big thing. Well, you know, you take some Ambien, get caught jerking off by all your roommates. Uh, you may end up with some anxiety, folks. The disorder you're screening for needs to be common. Estimated one in four adults are diagnosed with anxiety over... One in four, dude! <sighs> one in four adults walking around in our society right now having anxiety? 25%? Anxiety? That that's okay, for, systemic. Okay. First of all, uh, first of all, a hundred percent have anxiety. Twenty five percent just don't know how to fucking handle it. <laughs> you fucking pussies. Anxiety is supposed to be there. I wasn't anxiety like kind of Bro. murmured to be one of those weird psychological side effects from taking the vaccine. Goodbye, YouTube. Anxiety. Yeah, I remember. Oh, uh, dude, it's no anxiety. Is such bullshit, man. That's such a fucking. I, I, I think it comes along. I, I, with I, long I go COVID. back to Africa, man. 
If you're like deep in the Congo, are they suffering from just this <laughs> plague right, of anxiety? <laughs> no, they're suffering from the plague, like the real plague. <laughs> yes. you know, you know what I mean? Go, go, just grab a random person in the Congo. Are they worried about anxiety and celiac disease? <laughs> That's right. They're watching the bread intake. You know. <laughs> Makes well, I just don't like big crowds and bread really upsets my tummy. Like, no, that's not what they're fucking worried about. <laughs> it makes me gassy. You don't want to hear me fart, all right? <laughs> the celiac disease. Man, when that swept through Colorado 10 years ago, people lost their fucking minds. Like, oh, everybody's a celiac now. Like, oh, don't, we can't even have bread in the room. If they breathe a room with air with uh, bread a, in it. Frank, oh I'm God. assuming it was one in four adults. It's got to be the same <laughs> as that have the anxiety. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Dude, seriously, when the when the celiacs bullshit swept through Colorado, it uh, man, everybody. Oh, is that gluten free? Oh, I gotta have gluten free. Oh, I can't eat gluten. Oh, I can, you know, I get <laughs> bloated in my stomach. I start to fart. Oh my god! God forbid I start to fart all the time. Unbelievable, man. Oh, I get a tummy ache and then I start to poop in my pants. <laughs> Bunch of adults. Who's that? A gluten in it? I can't even touch gluten. I can't even smell gluten. I might fart. You know they say one in four adults are fart. They fart. <laughs> no, everybody fucking farts, dude. There's literally just like anxiety. We all fart. We all have anxiety. We all have anxiety about farting at the wrong time. You see how this works? <laughs> oh, no gluten. You guys are literally just trying to prescribe medications for just natural literally, human dude. conditions. No gluten for me, please. It makes me fart, and that gives me anxiety. And I have medications for both. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is my medication to prevent me from farting, and this is my medication to stop my anxiety in case I start farting. <laughs> Does that have cheese in it? No, please. I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I knew I should have just taken the bullet today. What the fuck? Oh, like, well, how do you live? How do you I, live? You people, like, how do you have enough time in your day? You know what I mean? I literally, I literally find myself on a nightly basis. I, I finally lay down and I, in my head, I just think of all the things I didn't do. Like, I, I didn't have enough time to get to so many things. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I'll do this tomorrow. You know? <laughs> Oh man, I was coughing there. Yeah, no, I'm I'm dying. This is too funny. I'm right on the money with you, man. Like, I don't have time in the day to worry about what <coughs> somebody else talking about me uses, you know, what kind of pronouns they use to describe me. <laughs> I just don't have the time to worry about it, you know? Oh, maybe that's why you have anxiety, because you're so hyper-focused on yourself and how everybody's perceiving you and talking about you. Yes, you know, thank you. I really don't give a fuck how anybody talks about me. I don't care. Yeah, I get made yeah. fun of twice a day for being bald. I walk around <laughs> elementary schools as a plumber who's bald. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? I get joked on all the time. I walk through black high schools as a short, white, bald man. You know what I mean? Like, I get made fun of. I'm sure you hear uh, interesting comments uh, all the time. And You know what I heard the other day? Oh, no. Remember that, <laughs> remember that little fucking comedian? He was like that little, it was like a short little Jew guy. Mm. He was in that movie, The Substitute. Not The Substitute, but it was the one that made fun of The Substitute. Yeah, I'm drawing a huge blank on this one. Short, bald uh, Jew guy. Uh, I just, comedian. Yeah, I know that's half of Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I can help you out with that one. What was that movie? Remember that movie? It was like a not, It was a spoof of The Substitute. I don't even know what The Substitute is. Uh, are you, you talking he was about the like, guy that like came into uh, to the class. Yeah, I'm drawing a huge blank on this yeah. one, man. Sorry, I don't know. This is one of the most vague descriptions of both actor and movie I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think it... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's High School High. Okay, High School High. Uh, I do John remember... John Lovitz. You're thinking of John Lovitz. <laughs> okay. I got called John Lovitz the other day. Really? <laughs> wow. I'll take that as a compliment, actually. And, and I was just so impressed. The kid was like... Maybe 15 years old. Yeah, that's an old reference. You know, John Lovitz hasn't done anything in like 20 years, man. I, I truly just applauded his father. Like, clearly that guy knows his father. It's cultured, yes. Because there's no way you watched any John Lovitz movie without a father. And <laughs> High School High, a gem from our era. People don't talk nah. about it enough, man. Like, it, it's probably considered so untouchably racist now, you know, because the jokes were just... 
You know, he like so- smacks the ruler, the lady does, and it goes through the guy's fro, and it's like stuck in the fro. <laughs> like John Lovitz. I, I was just looking at that though. They had their fir- that was like one of the first interracial couples in movie ninety six. No man, they were doing the interracial thing. People, oh, dude, the seventies were so hip, man. People like don't understand because of this woke whitewashing of everything, like. We did interracial everything in the 70s. We Everything was already yeah, right, hip. Yeah, everything right. had been done, man. We were The 90s were so awesome culturally because we, had, we made it, dude. We survived Rodney King and the race riots in L.A., and we finally were yeah. moving forward, dude. And, like... See, I just, I'm guilty of doing what I always yell at people for doing is, you're not the first generation. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they all had their fucking Sam Smith... Speaking of Sam Smith, he was he was trending the other day. I saw it on Twitter. Oh, I don't know dude. if you saw this, man. But Sam, poor Sam has gained a little bit more weight since his last Grammy uh, performance. He's looking a bit thick boy there. And uh, he he went, he was doing a live show at some festival, it looks like, and he goes for every rocker's favorite move, which is the I'm diving into the crowd and I'm going to crowd surf, except Sam Smith is, he's looking like a hair shy of 300 pounds at this point. The guy goes oh. to jump into the crowd and nobody catches the guy. And I think he, <laughs> does he just flat out hit the ground straight up? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't say anything about his uh, condition there, but he, he it looked it looked like it hurt. I'm going to say it's got to be one of the more embarrassing things ever, and good, actually. Maybe this will uh, help Sam Smith find his way, get back on track, lose a little weight, stop doing the drugs, lay off the trannies for a minute, and uh, make some good music and use that voice he's been gifted with by God, man. Listen to Frank, man. I got to tell you, Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) Fucking changed my life, man. He kept telling me to do the push-ups. I started doing push-ups. Now I started running. I finally did. I did five miles under 50 minutes. Hey, so. there it is. And if you're in a yeah. rut, if you're feeling rough, man, do 30 push-ups. That's all you got to do. start doing push-ups. Uh, that'll and lead to <clears throat> stretching. That'll lead to more push-ups. That'll Mike, lead to running. you are yeah. psycho, my friend, which is why I loved this clip about anxiety so much. Hang through it because what you just said rings so true here in the end their lifetime so check the box on that the screening test needs to be cheap and effective this is check the box on that and most importantly there needs to be an intervention or treatment that can either save lives Mm. or improve the quality of life check the box on this one there's moderate evidence to support the benefits very little risk that's why it got the nod what are the signs we should all be looking for i I think this is oh yeah we got to be looking for those signs man please tell me i'm so scared i'm one out of four (laughs) Because so many times people can brush off these. Is one of the signs really bad driving? Because then I believe everybody has anxiety. I might be stressed, or it's quote unquote all in my head. But anxious thoughts, beliefs, or dread, weakness. (laughs) Stop right there! Stop right there! there. (laughs) By definition, anxiety is in your fucking head. It's in your head. It's all in your head. It is your thoughts. It is your emotions. By definition, it's in your head. Yeah, I couldn't. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Heart it's so fucking frustrating. Because it's, it's, it's all mental, dude. It is literally, it's, it's, it's just a fucking mental game. Yes. You know what the, you know what the running game. really Sorry. got me thinking? Of? It like really uh, reminded me, man. Like just what they teach you in the army, man. First of all, when it comes to your physical health, your body right now is at the perfect condition it needs to be for your average day. Because that is what the human body does. It adapts to whatever it needs to do for the average day. That's right, man. Right? Yeah. So you sit at a desk all day, whatever. You need, you need to make every day harder. Right? Try. You should get home and just try to make that day harder. Yes, I totally agree. Challenge yourself. Take it to the next level. Uh, That's how you strengthen the body. That's how you get it in shape. That's how you get it prepared to handle challenges that come. And and you know what? 
Your fucking brain is just a goddamn muscle. It's the same thing as your body. You need to push your brain every day. It's the cell phones. The cell phones are addictive. They are a drug. And the social media is a part of that drug dopamine hit. And so people being on these apps, engaging these apps, not just social media, by the way. It's not just TikTok. People on their apps uh, on DraftKings betting their savings away. Uh, People that are on Twitter, TikTok, uh, YouTube, just droning out and watching video after video. I really believe that the problem is everyone is zoned in on these tiny devices. The content doesn't even really matter. It's the inaction. It's the body not moving. You are just zoned into this device, man. You're not scanning your surroundings. You're not soaking in the sunshine. You're just in this spot, not moving. You're, you're a slug. You've become a fucking slug. And yeah. you're, you're no different than Neo when he wakes out of the pod in the Matrix. You're just like all those bodies hooked up in the pods, man. Your phone is that cable connected to your fucking spine, yes. and people don't you're realize this. You're climbing into that pod every time you look yes, at it. Yes, man. You are climbing yeah. into that pod, and you are sealing the, the roof off, and you are just in it, dude. And, and that's why COVID was possible. That's why Trump derangement yes. syndrome is possible because people are connected yeah. to the spine with these devices and they're in the matrix and they have no means of escaping it. And then when they have fleeting moments where they're able to step away from this digital world, they're like, holy shit, I'm really unhappy. I got to go talk to the doctor and get some drugs, man. <laughs> and I'm Stop fat. my anxiety. And I'm fat as shit. You got some of that Ozempic I could take and, you know, just like sweat the weight away? Unreal, dude, and that's why we have anxiety. Yeah. And again, I want to. I'm really. Ha- uh, we're hitting all the notes on where this is going to in the end, and they almost answer their own. Po- uh, <laughs> they almost contradict their whole your point. Your clips always pay off in the end. Sorry, the payoff is in the end. GI effects, nausea, um, and dizziness. These can feel very, very scary, and we have to think anxiety first. It is that mm. common. And by the way, anxiety symptoms and depression symptoms can coexist and they can overlap. So what do you do? What do you do if you feel talk, like it? talk, talk about it? No, exercise. Get yeah. off your phone. Yes, Get off no. your ass. Stop. Do some gardening. Stop talking about it. You know who wasn't depressed? Our grandparents. You know why? They never talked about it. No, they were too busy. I can't get over this, man. The onus of responsibility is on the medical profession. We need to ask about mental health and connect the dots between our mental health and our physical health. As I say, do a checkup from Mm. the neck up. Mm. And if you are experiencing these, do not have any hesitation okay. to bring the it up. The same people your... focusing on your mental health right now are the same people that have been focusing uh, on the black community for fucking 50 years. Uh, just, <laughs> you know? it's very, I, I'm telling you, they're sorry, almost, sorry, they're sorry, almost, no, she's literally telling you here <clears> at the <throat> end why this is retarded. I, I'm not kidding. It's right there. We just heard it. It's very funny. Talk, talk, talk about it. The onus of responsibility is on the medical profession. We need to ask about mental health and connect the dots between our mental health and our physical health. As I say, do a checkup from Mm. the neck up. Mm. And if you are experiencing these, do not have any hesitation to bring it up at your next visit or talk to a health care provider. Anxiety. Oh. And stress, we don't talk about it enough. No, and it's real. It's very hard to have a healthy physical body mm-hmm. if you don't have a healthy mental state. Yeah. I totally disagree. In fact, I believe it's the total opposite. She's a yes. liar. You can't have yes. a healthy mind without a healthy body. <coughs> it's They yes. are linked together. <clears throat> you need to eat right. You need to exercise. You need to be active. You need to read books. You need to get off the phone. You need to get off your ass. Go, go yeah. in the yard. Do Go for a run. Like... Get some sunshine. Folks, this lady's a liar. She's full of shit. She's telling you to go get your head right, which means go take some drugs, and then when the drugs make you more sad and you get fat, go take Ozempic, and then you could just keep taking more drugs to fucking help all your ailments. No, this this lady's a paid shill. She works for Big Pharma and Pfizer, and she's on there to tell you to take drugs, dude. It's all about taking drugs. That's the fucking sell here. And you know what? They're they're lying to you, and I'm telling you the truth right here, right now. If you need to get your mind well get your body well you got to look good to feel good that's how it is and your mind controls the bot dude let me tell you about my body my body is a fucking bitch 
My body is an animal, just like every other animal out there. If you take your dog, you give it everything it ever wanted, all the food it wants to eat, everything it wants to drink, everything it will sit there, eat, and gorge itself to death. Right, just sit there and get fat. That's what my body is. My body has adapted over the years to be that way, to crave sugar, to crave high uh, calorie food. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what's different than my me and my dog? My brain. So my brain. It's up to my brain to tell my body to quit being a bitch and go for a run. Yes. And you know what's gonna happen? You know what's gonna happen? As the body gets better, my brain's gonna feel better. The brain should know. That it, you know what I mean? I absolutely I don't know, know what you I, mean. I, I think, that, I think we this. get it because we've we've done long distance running. Anybody who's done long distance running, you know what I'm talking about. You get into a point where your mind is arguing with your body. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? The body's like, no, I'm done. I'm I'm done. And the brain is like, no, you're not. <laughs> you know? It's not even that. I look, I come home from work. I have a long day and I uh you know, have a long ride in traffic both ways, and when I get home, it would be so easy to just sit on the couch. But I got my garden that I got to go tend to, and then I got I, I don't sit down. I stand up. I stay up. I cook. I get dinner ready. I prepare things for the next day. Whenever I do that, the next day, I thank myself from the past. That's future Frank. I'm always working for future Frank. The more past Frank yes. helps out future Frank, future Frank is always thankful for past Frank. Oh, uh, yeah. And you know dude, what? Dude, I have that inner dialogue, too, where I'm always, like, either, like, I'm always like, fuck, I hate myself. <laughs> or I'm like, yes, I love myself for doing that. Yeah, man. <laughs> future Frank. I'm always thanking future Frank. Future Frank's always looking out for Frank. You know? Past Frank... Past Frank's lazy Frank. I always, you know, am pissed off at past Frank. I'm like, why'd you just sit on your ass, man? You could have done so much in that time. Yes. And oh, we, just, we all fall victim. Who, if it's, your, it's your body, Frank. If you're not going to take care of it, who is? It's not my job. I don't give a fuck about your body. And you're right on the money, too, with when you're working hard, dedicating your time and your mind to staying active in whatever way that may be through work and any kind of hobby or exercise you may have, by the time you get to the point where you need to go to bed, your body and your mind will just naturally fall asleep comfortably because you'll be tired, because you, you've you exhausted the energy for the day. You won't be up all yes. night staring at your device, looking on Reddit, wondering why you have anxiety. Yes. Dude, I think I think about it sometimes. I, and I, I kind of think, like, I might have been one of the last lucky ones growing up. Like, the only reason I didn't end up on Ritalin or Adderall was because in, in elementary school, I had Mr. Swanson. And in high school, I had Mr. Stokes. Both of them told mom and dad, he's got a lot of energy. I think if you just burn it off, he'll be all right. Great advice, man. Maybe you know, life-saving, like, yes. It might have saved my life. Because I didn't end up on these drugs that now we're kind of looking back on might not have been so good for the developing brains. I, I appreciate the kudos from you know calling out the <clears throat> rise in all our social issues with the youth and the uh, you know the advent or whatever of iPhone. But I, I do believe what we need to be focusing on statistically or graphically is the rise in depression and then violence and rage and then the rise in the pharmaceutical use by everybody. And I, I do believe yes. our, like people are crazy out there, man. And the, they're almost not... It's like the ghost almost isn't in the machine anymore with most people. And Dude, that's like what's no, been freaking me out. Nobody... Do you remember, like, 20 years ago, you come up to your friend, you sit, you tell anybody, like, yeah, I'm on this drug for, uh, for anxiety, and then I'm also on this drug for depression, because my depression's giving me anxiety, and uh, then I'm taking this drug just for weight loss. People would look at you like you're fucking crazy. <laughs> Dude, Do you know what I mean? The Ozempic like, thing is crazy. Don't invite that guy to the party. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it was literally that level. Like, Man, how... How many years are we away from the infomercial? Did you take Ozempic to lose weight? You may be entitled to a cash payment settlement. Did you take Ozempic? (laughs) We can tell by your face. Call this number. (laughs) 
Peter Francis Tracy. Is, is, your, is your face melting? <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of freaking you out how people are just all in on Ozempic to lose weight. Oh, it's the fucking submarine thing all, together, all over again. Like, you guys just hear about something. Oh, it's great. And you just go do it. You see a couple Instagram photos. And you just fucking do it. Yes, I think that's what it is. You like see it a thing trends on TikTok, you know, and you're like, oh, I, I got to try. And then after out. fucking five assholes died, that's when all of these fucking behind <laughs> the Instagram photo stories come out. It's like, yeah, no, the photo looked really cool, but it was miserable. I was lying on my back underneath an Asian woman for five hours. I was sank to the bottom and looked for the shipwreck. Like, what the fuck, dude? I don't know, man. No wonder you guys are unhappy. I just saw, read a story about this like Asian bitch that fell off a fucking waterfall trying to take a fucking Instagram photo. It's There's like, a, dude, we, <laughs> come on, guys. A uh, 30, 33 year old fella, I believe I read, he fell off the glass walkway that they have over there at the Grand Canyon and he fell like 4,000 feet to his death. Oh, wow. That's Holy a long shit. fall, man. Like, you, you have a lot, lot of Dude, time. that's like nine seconds. you got a lot of time one, to think about what's happening. One, in that. 1, 000, yeah, man. Th that is not three, a... 1,000, 4, 1,000. That was probably a bad idea. 7, 1,000. Like, you're still <laughs> falling in. <laughs> that is no submersible exploding in one second, okay? That's the total opposite of the submersible at the Titanic imploding in microseconds. You were literally like, you slipped, you're like, I should have chalked up my hands, this is really shitty, I'm definitely gonna die, why did I do that, oh my god, here it comes, maybe. splat. Do you think there's a moment where you're like, maybe I can ride it? No, I don't think you have any thoughts. No? I think you go into, I think you go into shock right away. You really? Just, yeah. Oh, come like, on, ever, dude, oh, there's Frank, some thought, you, man. You, you know like when you slip on ice? You ever fallen off a roof? No, I have not fallen off a roof. Uh, I figure it's like falling off a roof. Okay, and explain falling off a roof. I guess you're right. There is that. No, there's no moment. You, you know. Because your feet slip, you hit the ground, and you just kind of like, your body does whatever your body does. Right. And you, your brain, you just kind of like, it's happening in slow motion, but you can't do anything. Yeah, but you roof really don't fall, have you're talking 15, 20 feet. I mean... Two seconds? What's the fall of... <laughs> it's a lot faster than 4,000. <laughs> Do you know what I'm say saying here, man? Like, that's a lot of falling. You're falling for a long time. You got yeah, you had enough time to think about it. Yeah. And you know, oh, yeah, you right. know the dude was trying to fucking take an awesome selfie or something retarded and post it on Instagram and... TikTok oh, sure. and you know, like he was gonna go viral. So, so hit, man. We have so many. Too bad likes. he didn't take a picture on the way down. That's a cool selfie. I'm on sure. The way he, out. Oh, dad. It's like that. That I know you were wrapped up with the submersible, as was the rest of the country. A dude falling four thousand feet to his death. Uh, that gives me nightmares, man. I got the chills right now. I'm like cold sweating thinking about that guy's. <laughs> that guy's ten seconds, man. I I would take. You know, they were speculating 90 hours in the submersible running out. I, I don't know. Oh, Maybe I would take like the 90 hours over the 10 seconds, man, because, like, the 90 hours, you have hope. The 10 seconds, no, you're just watching the, that. Oh, Frank. <laughs> Frank, there's nothing in this world is worse than hope. Please. Please. I'll take a fucking boat full of hopeless. Yeah. All right. So you'll take the 10. You'll take the 4,000. Foot. No, no. The people in the submarine died real quick. I know it was good death. The and worst part about, about the worst part about that journey was the two and a half hours down, listening to that billionaire talk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. At least one guy in that submarine was just happy he was done talking. I mean, I... <laughs> what a shitty At way to I don't go. gotta listen to him anymore. All right. Well, let's. Well, I think this is a good cap. By the way, we. We've capped off two episodes on the submersible. Oh, very impressive. So very no impressive. more sub talk. I promise Never it's time. over. But what's the better? What's the worst way to go? Dude falling off, taking the selfie at the Grand Canyon, or submersible? 
At least the dude taking the selfie didn't pay two hundred fifty. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. To fall off the goddamn bridge. I mean, you know what I mean? You're just an idiot who made a mistake. Those assholes paid. They like signed a waiver. They knew what they were doing. Like Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah, and Tom Petty's not writing any songs about submersibles diving down for ten hours and imploding. He's writing free falling. Free falling, man. Free falling, baby. It's free. You're falling. <laughs> and now he can get Tom Petty's autograph. Works out great. <laughs> well, they're both dead, so maybe they'll meet somewhere else in another realm. We can oh, hope. That's what I was saying. Have a beer with him.